1: Tom, you're on mute. I hear the music, but you're on mute. Hey, it's Sunday, you join us. Thank you. You're still on mute, bro. I think. I don't
2: understand how I got on mute. I didn't I hit a lot of smart keys, none of which were on mute. We've updated our systems and then we've had a little bit of technical difficulties. It's another episode of Cannabis Legalization News. Yeah, there are so many new upgrades on cannabis legalization news, and uh, they have background music we can have going on just now. We're here to talk about uh, the federal laws. Federal laws for the people that are just tuning in, uh, especially the Safe Banking Act. The Safe Banking Act has been reintroduced, and uh, we'll see how far that'll actually go. Simply because uh, it's been it's been stripped before, you see, uh, and so the Safe Banking Act was reintroduced by. Uh, Representative Earl Perlmutter, who is not running for re-election, by the way, so he's going to be out uh, come next year, but he's trying everything he can do before he leaves Congress to get this thing passed. And so on Friday, his office said that he had attached the Safe Banking Act to a new bill called the America Competes Act of 2022. And what does America Competes mean? Creating opportunities to meaningfully promote excellence in technology. What do you think about that, Maggie? Well, this
1: is to address the uh, the the chip shortage. It's going to be a fifty-seven billion dollar bill. Which you know, it's funny too, because like, so it got cut off for the military spending bill, which I I, I don't know why, because this is an asset. This is actually a, a a revenue generator. I just don't get where these folks are coming from. I mean, and again, how many uh, armed armed robberies are going on in in, in uh, my state, your state? You know, like. With well, this cash-only, uh, you know, business, you're a target, and this is uh, it helps everybody. It's not just
2: big MSO, creepy MSO. You know, correct, correct. The Safe Banking Act uh, protects the pot shop robberies that that are going on right now in certain areas of the uh, country that have to deal with the cash handling. It would affect the cash handling substantially, and so running and operating a dispensary would become a safer. Uh, endeavor. It wouldn't be near as dangerous as it used to be. So uh, don't forget to give us those uh, thumbs ups and also tag somebody who works at a dispensary and say, hey, do you think the Safe Banking Act is going to pass? Because Earl Perlmuter put it on to the, um, what do they call it again? The Competes oh, Act. The yeah. American Competes Act. The creating opportunities to meaningfully promote excellence in technology it's designed to bolster the semiconductor production in the United States with a 52 billion in domestic aid
1: I wonder yeah. what the Vegas odds are dude like do you know do you know like there's gotta be a a, a betting pool somewhere on this mm. legalization and whatnot like what are the odds because obviously it's a win-win for everybody uh 90% agree that it's, Nobody should be in jail for
2: plan. What is the issue? Why, why, what is the hang up here? Mm-hmm. I think the hang up really has to do with whether people like the Senate majority leader, Chuck Schumer, he said he hopefully quickly negotiate a final bill for the president signing the law. Yeah, so he he probably doesn't know yet that on Friday, Earl Perlmutter uh, slipped in the Safe Banking Act to the America Competes Act. And the America Competes Act, we need that. Uh, the most of the chips that are manufactured are manufactured in. Where do you
1: think here china and taiwan
2: uh, taiwan yeah and so one of the largest you know manufacturers of silicon in the world is in taiwan and and china wants to take it and they they shouldn't be able to take it
1: well you know that's <clears throat> i saw a documentary the other day about like the chip manufacturing in taiwan and uh it's like their security blanket you know as long as we're you know outsourcing this thing uh, we definitely need to pass this bill but It'd be great if safe banking passes anytime. It doesn't matter what bill it is. You know, why can't these assholes get their shit together?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Safe banking would be fantastic for the industry. And it's not going to just derail legalization. It won't. It would derail robberies. It would make thefts mm-hmm. a lot less ha- uh, likely to happen in the industry. And it would also make cash handling substantially less of a thing.
1: Well, just make it safer for the bud tender. You know, all the way to the the manager, whoever's in that store to the customer. You know, I've seen several armed robberies on video. It's it's ridiculous. It's this is not helping. This is not what legalization should be about. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. And so what do you guys think about the Safe Banking Act? You know, Drop us a comment if you're watching this live or just comment on this. If you didn't get to catch the live episode, we uh, we came in kind of hot because uh, new technology over here at uh, Cannabis Legalization News. Yeah, I'm in my boy's dirty bedroom and you can't see it, thank God. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I am in America Town, over at the Collateral Base. And so the other news that we have, uh, maybe we should actually do bumpers and then uh, okay, go to it, you know. Let's, let's do This is a good uh, technical difficulty bumper news break. So anyway, uh, you, Tom Howard, cannabis industry lawyer, you, you might want to uh, raise some money for your cannabis industry uh, company and be like, Hey, uh, who should we deal with and vetting potential cannabis partners and high debt costs. Those are a thing. So flow Canada has gotten into some trouble because they didn't kick the tires of their investors near as well as they should have. Uh, and they actually no. go over. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Right. And they go over how much the deal actually was. And so there was only, they, this, this company has a $2 million market clap and they only raised $160,000 and a coupon rate that's uh, 8% every year, one year maturity. So they have to pay it all back in a year, $5,000 original issue discount convertible at 65% of the per stock price, principal payments of 17,800 a month. And the lenders receive an additional $1.7 million of, I'm sorry, 1.7 million shares which makes me go, how many shares of cannabis companies do they have out there? But well, Flo Canada,
1: um, um, just that one. Where as a matter of fact, I'm grinding my weed with the grinder. I'm on a daily grind, Flo Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're the ones that bought a, a winery. It was a beautiful campus. Like I feel so bad for these people. Like that
2: they, they have bad investors. It's a it, it's a majestic place, <laughs> you know. God damn. Yep, yep. It's just ridiculous, as they say. And so. Um, Sometimes you have to find out what those investors are are actually out for. And uh, the quicker you can find that out, the more likely you will be to be able to move on to the next one before you actually have to be in production. Because a lot of uh, cultivators, when they get licenses, especially in the age of social equity, they have requirements as to when they need to be in uh, business by. But then they're still raising that money. And so it's happened in Missouri. I don't think Missouri has started yanking any licenses yet. But then in Illinois, they have a dead, well, the current. The uh, deadline is in June, but we'll see if that gets relaxed again because of Corona 4, you know.
1: Is that something that you're familiar with? So, like, with your previous banking experiences, you know, like, is that something you could offer, like, the whole vetting thing as far as, like, how do you vet, like, supposed millionaires, right? Like, supposed, like, hey, I want to be a part of, of your the company. Financial
2: statements, you know, like, we, let me see proof of funds. I'd like to see a PFS. You know, investor profiles is another thing that they actually have if they're legitimate people. Uh, that have, you know, uh, but this is something
1: in- you can do. This is something that you can offer. You can be like, look, you're going to be business with whatever
2: I can bet. <laughs> you right. Know? Uh, we could discuss how you can structure and organize your capital uh, raises. That's one of the things that we're working on right now is a workshop over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com on uh, how to fund your cannabis cultivation build out through a real estate syndication deal. Uh, and More on that to come here next month. Well, yeah, I guess it's next month. It's January 30th. Yeah, because the only way I know how to vet people is a Google search. So, oh, you know. some people don't even do a Google search, and that's <laughs> one of the first steps you can do. And so, when you do a yeah. Google search on a possible investor, and it comes up with nothing, maybe be like, I'm not sure if I should be on this uh, this guy's team. He's got nothing, you know. And why is that, you know? Because then if they're if they don't have anything there, you can't find them. It just it just is a, a sign that you might be uh, being taken by a confidence man. Yeah, well, depending on their their.
1: Tech savviness, you know, some of these companies, some companies, you know, are they all five stars? Like, question, like the reviews, like, no, is yeah. it all good? <laughs> yeah, no,
2: no. Like, I even get bad reviews, but usually they aren't from clients; they're from jerks that I they didn't hire me or I didn't let them hire me, uh, and and I probably told them what I think about them in a very curt and direct way. You know, uh,
1: you know, uh, uh, cannabis is one of those just it's just a crazy conversation like the show we have we go for, we go business science mm. and then law and then but sometimes they all intertwine right yeah. to, to get to a spot where we don't want to jail no more um but uh, i just want to give a shout out to a friend of mine neil laquia uh he today they're doing a uh uh podcast is full spectrum uh the full spectrum but uh they're doing an lgbq uh like this full-on like uh, like a conference so like at two o'clock uh, uh amber center will be speaking uh, she's a, a cannabis activist down in the, the Bay Area, but like you know, legalization is because of gay men. Like, like mm-hmm. I think it's just a it irony is. of just like the spectrum of people. Being, yeah, yeah. Prop two fifteen was like the the, the the like you know it it was a horrible. Why is it like there's got to be like a horrible thing every time like. Uh, the
2: next step for like legalization the next you know first because us, we go from crisis to crisis in this country we don't have any management we don't have any like uh real good uh, people that are operating we so we just we go from one crisis to another crisis uh, well, about once a decade there'll be a crisis
1: and, then, and this thing the, the thing that helps propel legalization like for the first it was the aids epidemic but then later on it had to do with the children right with the cbd and the seizures right like mm-hmm. now we know this is medicine for them it's effing medicine, man. Like it's proven through the past.
2: That's right. And uh, you know what? I think we have another story that we can cover that has something to do with the Safe Banking Act as well. Uh it's uh, pretty pretty close to being in the Safe Banking Act. Let's uh let's see here. Maybe we should hit it's, it's not shit I wasn't expecting, you know. It's not cannabis history. We need to get more bumpers. Cannabis industry lawyer Migger here, and we're talking about how the FBI and San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department have been accused of illegally seizing marijuana cash. Yet another thing that the Safe Banking Act would help with, right? Because how could they seize this cash, a driver carrying seven hundred twelve thousand dollars worth of cash? from a licensed marijuana dispensary heading from Barstow on the Mojave Desert Freeway in November when San Bernardino Car- uh, County Sheriff's deputies pulled him over and they seized the money. And so they, you, your cash handling issues, uh, you know, you're moving hundreds of thousands of dollars and then the sheriffs just take it now? Well, that article should be retitled,
1: Government Steals Companies, com- you know, payroll, yeah. you know, whatever
2: right government steals companies' money yeah
1: you know we have a a, a member she's asking uh you know if banking act passes can we use our plastic cards and purchase cannabis? is that that'd be correct right now there's
2: no no i don't think so maybe uh there would be more uh flexibility because the safe banking act doesn't remove cannabis from the controlled substances act so it's still a schedule one substance and they wouldn't therefore have a four-digit code but uh, four-digit merchant code but maybe you could just legislate one. And and that merchant code isn't necessarily provided by uh, the government. I think I think that's because the credit card like visa, it's not the United States government, you know, it's visa, it's MasterCard. So these merchant codes might actually be made by that uh, independent third party and not a government whole organization. So So uh, yeah,
1: the merchant code is actually true legalization, right? Like what even with the Safe Baking Act, you since it wouldn't have to be cash only all the time, like as far as like, it's still gonna be a
2: cash only transaction hands, right? from consumer to well mid-day. I think of safe banking act passes you're going to see a lot more because you see a lot of them already and they get shut down like the cash free ATM methodology yeah. of using your card to be able to make a transaction is getting shut down right now by visa and so uh, I don't know uh, but it would be substantially easier for you to deposit that money you know uh, so you wouldn't have to maybe truck it all the way over you could just take it to a regular bank and be like here's another fifty thousand dollars so you don't have to do your cash handling in a transportation like that. For example, a few weeks after that, uh, some dro- the same driver, deputies stopped the same driver in Rancho Cucamonga and took another $350,000 of legal pot stores cash and gave that to the FBI too. So now the FBI is trying to confiscate the $1.1 million bounty so it can share it with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department. And it's tied to a federal drug money or laundering charge, but has specified no unlawful conduct and charged no one with a crime. Now what they're trying to do is probably figure out where, and this is a, a case that actually got handed down last Thursday, and it has to do with the robacher Fire Amendment and the Macintosh case from 2016. So this will become a video, a scripted video in the future. I still need to like read and take notes on it. But uh, this is the thing that's starting to happen now. The feds just take the money and then they go fishing for trying to find out how you committed fraud or how you committed some type of bribe or some other crime so that they have more law enforcement resources to investigate your ass and take your property.
1: <clears throat> this is another problem with asset forfeiture, right? Like there's so many laws and stuff that needs to get restructured to, to for us to have proper business for people, you know, I, that uh, – uh, uh event that I shared with, for my friend, uh, the, uh, yesterday they had, uh, um, I, I was part of the event and then we, it was a lot of the old, old heads from the medical times. And we we're talking about like early medical days and, you know, the, there's that gray area still with the medical times where we would drive around the market first before you parked or you park like six blocks away because you don't want to You know, get your license plates. Uh, You know, you don't know what what kind of investigation is going on because it was still such a a time where you could still go to jail and lose time, you know, your your life, your livelihood, whatever it is. And so, you know, when we go into these markets and these stores, you're like, okay, I'm safe. I feel safe now. I made it this far. Now, am I going to get raided? Is this when the raid happens? Like, there was such a butthole pucker experience still going on with the whole thing that, you know, we just
2: need – Change that code, deschedule. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and but that's that happened to me on Friday. And you know, shout out to the hundred people and the members that are, are watching this because that's the only thing that we can ever. We earned maybe like one hundred and seventy bucks worth of scratch last month on this channel from ad revenues because you can't have advertisements, and we don't know if the the companies that be Google will actually say, well, what you guys are doing is wrong and shut it down and just unplug the whole thing. And so he's like, you know, because this guy is building this software for other YouTube creators. And I'm like, well, no, YouTube pays for like my entire existence. What do you? Well, he's like, well, what's some of the problems you have? What I'm doing is illegal. And I'm worried that they'll like unplug the channel under uh, tomorrow because, well, what I'm doing is illegal because the Fed government's dumb and they won't change this law that's been on the book since 1950. Instead, right. they'd rather uh, bitch about trillions of dollars that are going to go to some product. That it's just going to end up benefiting the people that are actually making the laws.
1: Well, yeah, it starts with federal government and then it trickles down to the dumbass coders who are like, oh, they mentioned prices. We got we to gotta flag this because yep. even though it's a normal thing, like talking about like pizza prices or talking about a keg or, or, or whatever, like that's it's, we're going uphill, man.
0: Right. Well, that's, that's the hardest
2: thing that I have. That's like the biggest problem that I have with running the business is uh, it's illegal. And then, you know, the closer you get in toward the plant touching, the more illegal. Uh, and then once you hit that plant touching and now you're generating cash, uh, now the cops come and they take the cash and they say, oh, you're, you're we're investigating you for bribery or extortion or racketeering or something. And you're like, hey. And then you're like, well, why do we even have the Fire Amendment? Why do we even put that in there to defund you guys from prosecuting these? Because you know, they why, just won't they won't change the law.
1: Right. But why has the government or the, the people who to, choose to do prosecutorial Things it's like precious. that. Yeah. Why do they choose to go after people who, with success? That's all really? it comes down to, right? Every good grower, every large farm that, you know, uh, Eddie Lep, you know, these people weren't hiding. You know, they, they had a farm, a huge farm, and, you know, helping patients, and there was a cycle. And then, or, or Lance, you know, he had stores, and, and, and goddamn <laughs> during wintertime to collect coats and cans for food drives. And why, why, why was it, why were they chased after and, and you know, villainized? Right,
2: none of it makes, right. kind of have sense. because they were making money and they came a file of a prosecutor that wanted to make a name for himself and believes yep. marijuana is evil. It's
1: just the And
2: then it just at what point do these people recognize they're on the wrong side of the history, right? They like, won't. Uh, I don't know. Again, it's yeah. like that Upton Sinclair saying from the jungle it's very difficult for a person to understand something if his or her paycheck depends <laughs> on them not understanding it. Oh, true story. Yeah, and so like, what is their paycheck? They they have one point one million dollars worth of seized booty, and in American dollars and cash money that they're trying to split now with the FBI. So the FBI gets their half, the San Bernardino sheriffs gets their half, and they can say, well, we're investigating you for some type of crime which we haven't charged for yet, but uh, it's got to be out there. There's too much cash for you not to have committed a crime.
1: Maybe this, this is why these people are banning books, because we need dumber populations to make more cops,
2: right? We need <sighs> more meatheads. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think that's the, necessarily the spike profile that the police are, are looking for when they're screening for law enforcement, at least I hope not. Uh, oh, Ooh. 20 past four, which means that it's 420 somewhere, probably in Venezuela or Newfoundland, but uh, you know what? Smoke with yeah. you got Definitely New York. Amy, it's uh, still 420 somewhere, but uh, check out this thing we did with the Cannabis Business Mastermind over here. So now you might be in a state like Virginia, you might be in a state like uh, Mississippi. You might be in a state like, um, you know, New York. You might be in a state, nah, Connecticut's too close. And also Connecticut's got a different style, but that would be our basic plan. So if you don't know, it's like perfect for the pre-regulation states. And they also now come free with our 15-hour retainer. So when you sign up at the collateral base uh, for 15 hours and come become a client there, uh, it comes with our basic mastermind package. That's great if we still don't know in your state like, what the regulatory scopes going to look like. I'm, I'm looking at you Mississippi or like or kind of New York too I mean we haven't gotten regulations yet in New York or Virginia uh, but those are the states that have longer lead times and then like states that are straightforward like New Mexico those are perfect for hourly because they're straightforward states but you still need your organizational stuff all uh, you know tight and situated otherwise that IRC 280E is a real bitch.
1: Damn, dude. Mm-hmm. Hey speaking of the uh, Northeast uh, hopefully you guys are warm if you're hearing us you know like, yeah well, yeah they're under how, how bad is it where you're at like you're because you're more inland but like still chicago gets hit pretty well or peoria nah,
2: chicago's fine you know and so like, we we're, we're it's it's a sunny uh 30 some degrees today in illinois but uh our boston office sent us images of them uh digging out and uh, which was hilarious i mean it's huge snow blower probably like a foot of snow that he had to throw off his driveway in boston you know shout hey. out to dave Dude, I I, I used, to,
1: I in, I used to live in Jersey, and I know those harsh winters can be pretty gnarly. So hopefully you have weed and you stocked up because they're not doing shit for. A Don't want to run low
2: when you can't go. Ooh, I like that. That should be a T-shirt next. You That's should right, check everything that one needs climb, right. Otherwise, people won't remember it. You got any stories? Yeah, we got some news stories. Uh, but first, I did want to give a shout out to to Miggy. And his dank ass memes, you got to go over to facebook.com backslash free THC. That's marijuana prohibition is unconstitutional and follow us there. And so now on the, the YouTube channel, I like to find out whatever meme was the dankest for uh, the past week and share that uh, on our YouTube channel. And, you know, shout out to everybody who's been a member of our YouTube channel. So like if any members have any questions, uh, we will scroll through and uh, ask them, because like if you're a member, we'll answer your questions. So, consider joining the channel. Afternoon, all says Robin Thomas. Uh, okay. Hey, I had Back a really good one, dude.
1: What's up? Oh, just speaking of the, the, the page, I had a good one. Um, this one got uh, almost 100 shares, 88 shares. But the picture I took of an actual store by, uh, I got lost yesterday, and it's a coffee and cannabis store. And uh took the little like Malcolm in the middle guy. The
2: future is now, old man,
1: because the I feel now. bad for you, Kentucky, Ohio.
2: You know, yeah, India, I feel bad for Kentucky and Ohio as well.
1: Indiana. But i'm looking at you
2: oh but i feel bad for san bernardino those guys are still stealing money from operators mm. i feel bad for the guys that are going on in maine right now uh feds are stealing money from operators up there or what about those those uh feds that were stealing the money from the operators the drive in the cash from um missouri where they have a license operation back to the headquarters in colorado intercepting the effing cash? Are you kidding me? And so uh, what happens when the Republicans are back in charge after, um, you know, the Democrats fail to perform like they typically do at the midterms? And then uh, what happens if in 2024, uh, the administration changes, the the regulatory changes that are impacting especially states like Mississippi, South Dakota, as we've seen it, and uh, which may happen in Virginia with Glenn Youngkin being elected? You know, the industry could just be derailed for years or yeah. it could be rigged. So instead of an open market, it's only the buddy buddies, you know, the good old boys or or hear me out. I'm smoking weed and I
1: did some mushrooms yesterday. So this might be really wacky. Oh, the wacky, Biden wacky le- wacky Biden me. I
0: wacky. Yeah, I I'm just
1: saying Biden legalizes it. Like maybe they get their shit together. They 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 come to, you know, like it's on his goddamn. I hate the fact that. He he said a statement on it. Like I kept looking for something on Trump. Right. The only thing on Trump was he said states rights, which is just a states bullshit rights. fucking thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it red meat for his base. States it, rights. It's a it's just a BS out of, of having an opinion, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like at least Biden said something after the fact that he was like talking about like uh, what was the uh, uh, the 80s uh, term uh, predators, super predators, you know, oh, like really? referring to minorities, right? Like really, I get this guy was a dick you know had a bad view the bill was bad these bills were bad for small community you know minority communities but now you know they're making amends you know i, I think you know the, the other guy's not a better option period so let's hope <laughs> that this jackass
2: gets his shit together and legalizes well, for everybody as long as we're well, the party does. waiting for hope i think we should probably hit ourselves with a whole new article and i know that we have one right over here somewhere so uh how about this one Cannabis legalization news. I'm Tom. Cannabis now is reporting that the wild west has hit New York city. Unregulated cannabis dispensaries are booming. Good time to be in weed there, man. Oh uh, yeah. Like uncle buds, yeah, I tell you what, but this is one of those deals where we've reported on it before and you see like the food trucks and they have the food trucks acting as dispensaries. My uh, partner, John, was over in uh, uh, Cancon in New York, uh, first of the, the year. And so he sends me back a picture uh, on his cell phone of one of these illegal weed shops that are just operating in downtown New York City. And they're just food trucks. But instead of selling burritos, they're selling ounces and eighths and stuff, you know, uh, that's just how do you put that genie back in the bottle? And that's kind of what the article <laughs> is reporting on.
1: Well, it's it, it, they can put it back in a bottle easy enough. They did it here in Washington. Right. <laughs> I mean, like these guys are be, right now is the opportune time, tax-free uh, millionaires. But the thing is, dude, when we talked, as we said earlier, when when when's going to crack down is going to happen? It's when the first couple of these guys start buying Porsches and driving around and in luxury and
2: you know taking care of communities. I don't know. You know, they're going to prosecute them when there is that success. That's right, but that's what I think is going to happen is they're going to have license holders given their licenses, and then they're going to be like, "Why are you making me go through all these hoops, spend all these bills, and and uh, you know do all this stuff?" When Uncle Bud over there just drove up, opened up shop uh, out of a food truck, no tax, no tested product, you know, straight cash sales, which there's still going to be straight cash sales in a regulated shop. But uh, that would really upset the operators because then it's like, why are you making us follow the rules if I could have just bought a truck and started selling?
1: Well, what's going to happen, dude, is once these rules come out, the regulations, the actual regulations, right? That's Mm going to be the empowerment for the law enforcement like that right now. There's no empowerment. It just says it's legal. But, you know, that's like here in Washington when we had medical, all you had to do was. Show you how to script a need, a necessity, and then that script was written by a, uh, a healthcare giver—not not even a doctor, it could be a nurse practitioner, right? But um, as Washington State's medical market grew, there was successful people just left and right, just like California, man. Like I, I remember seeing shows, uh, those dumbass shows where like people buy a house, you know, flip a house or whatever, you know. And this one guy is like, yeah, I own a dispensary, and he was buying like this beautiful million-dollar home in and, in. And, uh, Southern California? Like, you know, why are we
2: frowning upon people who are just having success with this plant? That's, that's the issue. That's, that's not necessarily the issue. Why are we rewarding people that aren't doing what the rules said and, and then punishing the people that are doing what are trying to comply with what the rules said? And the rules are so hard to comply with that. You can't operate a solvent business. And so, you know, if you're going to force us between these two things, it almost seems like the more profitable, better way to go. is the legacy market, simply because you don't seem to be arresting the people for the legacy market anymore. And there's way less taxes, way less rules and regulations that you have to follow. Well, I think that's the problem. Since there's not a gateway, since there's not
1: a regulation, no, no license, they have a legal defense, right? You know, tell me the rules and then the cops go I don't know the rules and so when I they don't, have rules, if they a
2: legal defense or if it's just not a priority of the current administration to um I think they want to see the market build they
1: want to see what kind of money's out there there's <laughs> got to be it's goddamn New York State you know how much money's already just spilling over you know like I couldn't imagine in that international hub you know there's just so already uh yeah. now nah, I'm wondering though how good is their wheat? Like, is it good enough to export? You know, at what point? I don't think so. I, you know, who's going to be the, uh, what we talked about, the artisans, the uh, Appalachians?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The Appalachians or the terroirs, those particular areas of countries that have soil that gives flavor. Uh, I don't know, man. But I, I think that, you know, if you're just going to allow them to operate without any regulations and then you're going to require other ones to have, uh, you know, licenses. That's just not tenable. I mean, there's, you don't have unlicensed bars. You don't no, have no. unlicensed breweries, you know. And so you have yeah. to figure out a way to license these operators. And then if they're going to continue to operate like that, that's one thing. Oh, good. Good. Miggy has brought uh, something to us that I did not have today because, like, this is all my home grow and stuff. So it's the same weed. I didn't go to the dispensary and buy anything new to take a picture of, but uh, it looks like we have a name that strain that we can play today. Then that's Yay. pretty cool. Let me just, uh,
1: I got a nice little bag. These these are nice little firm balls and nugs, solid. Um, oh so so Let's just crack the nug. Oh god, smells so good. Very piney.
2: Very piney. A more, more. You can you can can uh, mail us, email Miggy at four twenty at uh, yeah four twenty binary at gmail.com. Images yeah, you. of your nugs so that we can play name that strain with your nugs. So let's see if anybody's guessed that strain, Miggy. Uh, I don't know which strain it is because you know, this is happening in real time. Uh, and uh, if you see anybody who guesses it right, let me know. Yeah, no, we're good. So I not. Let me. Uh, All right. Google that. Well, uh, I think the next two stories that I have actually are are yours, and so um, you want to take the next one. Okay, what are we talking about? Let's see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bumper and then. I think it's 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 this one here. It's this uh A oh, yeah. and, and Association. All right, hang on, let's uh, let's set this up and so because you know we'll do this into a thing later. Uh and let's see here. Let's see. I would say that the best bumper for this one is probably just this good old-fashioned one right here.
1: Take it back. All right, so we got the uh oh you gotta make the there you go, right there. Uh oh the uh Associated nurses, um, academic. goddamn it. I had that, you know, I'm going go to my slack. So, this is a nurses' association. They're changing their stance on uh, uh, cannabis, you know, marijuana. They're saying it's a therapeutic, uh, they're approving it, right? They're like, yes, it is medicine. I mean, how much more documentation do we need?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it is. it's something else. And this is the purpose of this statement. Is, this is for the Uh, ANA, the American Nurses Association, and they have a purpose section right here. And so let's go over the purpose of this statement that they issued effective uh, 2021 and then it was published on January 20th, 2022. The purpose of this statement is to reiterate that the American Nurses Association Support for the review and reclassification of marijuana's status from a Schedule One federal Schedule One controlled substance to facilitate urgently needed clinical research and inform patients and providers on the efficacy of marijuana and related cannabinoids. This position statement speaks only to the use of marijuana and related cannabinoids in the context of healthcare. It addresses the roles and responsibilities of nurses related to the use of cannabinoids for healthcare.
1: You know, interesting point uh, in that uh, seminar I was in yesterday, what's going on today. Uh, John Entwistle was a keynote speaker yesterday for them. And he was uh, Dennis Perron's neighbor. Like they were both together, activists, you know, fighters for early days. Uh, I, I asked a question, uh, schedule or deschedule? Because everybody has that, you know, do you deschedule or reschedule? And he said, you know, everybody was all about deschedule, schedule. He's all like, you know what? I could go for a, a reschedule five. Because he said aspirin is doing yeah. really well. He's like, yeah. you know, like, I don't know how they make money out of aspirin. But, you know, there's got to be what he said. They're goddamn buying $300 pounds in, in, in the traditional market in, in, in California
2: where he's at. Wow. So, Wholesale prices, I can't believe are that low. Like, we're going to get slower yeah. than 500 Hopefully that's booty weed, like grown outdoors and it's not that good. But no, that's these,
1: these are all in you know. These are the, yeah. the old tool heads that were making medicine for the patients in Prop 215.
2: Oh, man. So let's go back to the ANA's statement of ANA position. And uh, they have marijuana and its derivatives continue to be used to alleviate disease related symptoms and side effects. The findings of anecdotal and controlled studies regarding the efficacy for patients use are mixed. Current federal regulations Uh, impede the research necessary to evaluate and then determine the therapeutic use of marijuana and related cannabinoids. This position statement does not extend to the current debate on the legalization of marijuana for recreational purposes. The goal is to develop an evidence-based approach to its use in treatment of disease and symptom management. Oh, who likes nurses? Seriously, aren't they the best? You know, they they issue the best types of position statements regarding marijuana. Can you... Could you imagine a world, living in a world where you had an evidence-based approach to cannabis? That would just be ridiculous, wouldn't it? Well, we wouldn't have prohibition. No, we would not. Because the evidence would have said, this is not what we should be doing. Yeah. What about this? It's a blue mango? No, I will tell you, it is.
1: Blackberry Kush. Uh, Ooh. It's dominant hybrid marijuana straight made from crossing Afghani and Blackberry. Uh relaxing effects and is author recommended for pain management. Huh, I didn't know that. Well, i no one know why I like it so (laughs) much today.
2: Paying free Sunday.
0: Yeah,
1: no, I'm feeling pretty good. And it was uh uh, like these pretty little nugs, dude. Um
2: on sale for a quarter. Uh I think I paid forty two. Forty-two for a quarter? Holy crap. What's the eighth price on that? That's like twenty-one dollars an eighth. They're having a special. Yeah. Sales special. Yeah, that's what that was about. You got to move the product sometime. Price sells cars. Well, that's normally 60, they say, or
1: uh, yeah, 60. I walked through a 60 for a quarter and they said, here, this one's on sale
2: next week. Mm. It's a 26, yeah. that's about a $2,700 retail pound. Divide that by two and you get a $1,350 wholesale pound. I tell you, you got to mind your margins in the industry. Cause if you're growing a premium indoor at like seven, $800 a pound,
1: that's organ prices
2: yeah
0: well no, yeah. that's
2: indoor like indoor can be more expensive to cultivate it on a price per pound basis and so like East of the Mississippi where we are uh the price per pound like wholesale is three grand.
1: yeah uh, you so, know like yeah you know tempting it is to stop and work and go on a road trip to Mississippi
2: <laughs> oh man
1: My woes would be taken care of real quick unless I got caught.
2: (laughs) Unless you got caught. That's one of the problems with it. All right. Hey, uh, you also had this one. I'm going to pass you this one in the private chat so you could pull it up on your screen. Uh, uh, We'll go to that one here in a bit. I wish maybe we should do another. We'll do another uh, yeah, yeah. Not, I got small smoke break, but then also um, a bumper. And then introduce yourself, because the way that we've split and cut up these shows now, if you're enjoying that, uh, we're trying to recycle our trash. I get that from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We get done with the show, we pass it off to the person, they spin it, and they cut up everything else. This still is the podcast that goes live. Shout out to all of the people that are listening on their commutes. Don't forget to review us five stars on Apple Podcasts, and then roast Miggy and I mercilessly we want only mean tweets in the reviews but all of them must be five stars okay i'm gonna do a bumper and then uh you can you can uh do this oregon lcbs uh yes story. all right cool hey
1: it's biggie420 and yeah oregon is new uh year for oregon new rule changes so let's check it out. What's what's going on? In Oregon uh, flower buying limits have doubled, and still have maximum THC levels for edibles and concentrates. Look at that pretty plants Oh, that's. I feel like that's just porn. All right, on December twenty eighth, uh, many of us are enjoying well-deserved hosts. uh Let's just get into the what's changing. So, man, I think I smoked too much. <laughs> but anyway, you have had some of that blackberry Kush when you were in the, the backstage area. You know what though this is the worst case scenario of like smoking too much right you're like you blank for a minute you're like um what was I, say? I, mean, like,
0: I, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, i mean yeah i
1: mean well being a podcast too you gotta give a brother a break i mean come on being live and shit but yeah we're, we're live by using the show ourselves <laughs> <laughs> we seriously so you know flower limits are doubling uh for this year we can buy two ounces instead of one which is amazing uh, we, they have a maximum THC levels for edibles and concentrates that are increasing. Uh, they're going from 50 to hundred milligrams per package on April 1st. Why April 1st? You know, I, I hate how rules take forever to like, you know, it's coming. Well, maybe it's give some time to, uh, update their equipment and whatnot. Probably. huh? But, uh, uh edibles get another big score. Uh, single serving portions of bite sized edibles now must have clear scoring to make the portion size accurate and obvious. So uh, that's another packaging issue. Um, new cannabinoids need old tests. So non-intoxicating cannabinoids like CBN, CBC, MCBG have swept the market, appearing in wellness products from all manner of both fly by night and highly reputable companies. However, the regulations
2: around were big. So yes, in other words, that's, it's just that's, happened, like, that's going on yeah. in Illinois, too. And so in Illinois and in a lot hmm. of other states, they're introducing bills that allow THC license holders to actually buy uh, hemp products from hemp license holders for these lesser cannabinoids and then make really interesting extracted products. For example, tinctures for sleep, you might see a, uh, a four to one ratio with the one being a CBN, the two being uh, like a THC and the four being a CBD. Uh, that is a really cool aspect of it
1: you know if you're dealing in like food like you know when we did that tour for uh, uh green uh what was it the green with the gummies they make the, they make the gummies and uh right. uh, uh the edibles whatever um right. green revolution were... green right. revolution yes really good, good brand. brand but one of their things was they were getting uh cbd isolate and turning it to tac like nothing wrong with it but like people were questioning things but you know this rule in essence if you're dealing with food or any product like that the Oregon licensed brands will have 18 months to bring their products to compliance into FDA compliance. Like you should be in there already. You shouldn't be working out of your house. Like a, like a meth kitchen. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you're going to be doing, if you have the money to get invested in this thing, do it the right way. Save yourself. There are already FDA compliance for most of the stuff that you deal with. You know, Mm -hmm. if it's food or, or something like that, but yeah. So now also, uh they can do the deliveries uh via uh, cross county so before you were limited to your counties now you can get a delivery driver because a lot of counties don't have dispensaries uh, uh can can get shipments so that might be helpful great for like a lot of elderly folks you know who can't leave their house and whatnot too oh, uh, delivery's great oh god dude i can't wait till it happens out here um you know 10 years again it takes you know regulations to, to to catch up to the whatever we, what we say, the perceived market should be right, like until mm-hmm. the, the equity, with like alcohol, you know,
2: I could, equity with alcohol, you know, public acceptance. I'm sure if I went and watched that uh football game right now, I would see beer commercials. And why can't I see a nice uh CBD commercial or uh, <laughs> you know, refreshing Budweiser weed? I don't but why know, everything,
1: yeah, do. but with alcohol, it's always the one that's paired with everything, like. Uh, 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 a a
2: town hall with a beer. Like,
1: okay, it'd be cooler, though, if I could get a joint.
2: (laughs) Right, right. What president would you rather have a joint with, you know? um, Seriously, though. Mr. Mr. President, I can't roll joints, you know? (laughs) Put that that in
1: here. Which president would you rather smoke with?
2: Right. oh yeah well i mean we're getting there like uh gary what was his last name the um, candidate in uh, louisiana for senate gary mr blowing up the internet because of his 37 seconds uh yeah yeah i can't remember right now but um that was interesting and now chambers i think and now we i'm watching him uh have uh, a tour of fundraisers all over the place i'm like well you know to actually I did just get a text from the, the uh, Democrats and so they want to know if I want to run for uh, county treasurer or a sheriff uh, or precinct committee person I'll definitely be the precinct committee person I might be unqualified for being the treasurer I'm definitely unqualified for being the sheriff yeah.
1: Damn. Hey, a couple more things that are going on in Oregon, though. Uh, reporting's getting easier for the growers, so I guess that's good for people involved in the industry. And an end to innovative uh, childproof and exit bags, which is common sense. I mean, you should, you're should you a responsible adult. Just don't let your kids have it or have a conversation with them. It's like, are you hiding your beer from them? Do you have to like keep them from breaking into your bottles? You know, it's common sense. So, TEC arrives in Wellness Isles starting July 1st. Hemp, edibles, and grocery stores and quickie marks will be permitted to exceed the federal imposed tc limits oh great so you can just not buy cbd products again at your gas station that's all it is cbd yeah. product but that's what's going on in oregon that's what's going on in oregon
2: and so uh, oregon cannabis legalization news from that story don't forget to smash some likes and click subscribe and tune in to cannabis legalization news, which is on practically all the time now that we've cut up all these episodes. And so I think that's really all I got. You know, I'm out of my news stories for the week and I'm going to go watch some football. Sounds what about there, you, dude?
1: Oh, I'm going to smoke more and uh, lots of errands. Got to clean up. It's been an actually semi-dry day in here in Northwest, so I got to take advantage <laughs> of what I can.
2: Yeah. Cool. Hey. Yeah, I hope everybody's safe and yeah. Let's uh, let's take a moment, a small moment though, to maybe do any. Uh, are there any questions from the members? And shout out sure. to members. You know, if members are, do have any questions, hit them up in the comments section below. Uh, the members were responsible for maybe about 170 bucks uh, last uh, month. Yes, go Rams! I have bet on them, uh, and so hopefully I will win 10 bucks today. Uh, and and uh, you know, there's all all sorts of good things there. All right. Well, uh, that's it. I think we're going to wrap this one up then. And I'm going to go with a shout out to the members. if I could smoke with anybody would be Eli and Peyton Manny I
1: said presidents.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like how we have this thing on their back now and if you just do this. Yeah. A little bit